0: Hi, it's Stephanie Hansen for The Weekly Dish, and the produce section at Lake Winds is in full autumn harvest swing. Locally grown apples like First Kiss, Zestar, Harrelson, and Sweet Tango are here. All the apples you'll find at Lake Winds have been grown using the best methods for delivering tasty, healthy, fresh apples. Use them in salads or as snacks with peanut butter or cheese, and in all those delicious baked goods. We're also getting into winter squash season, and I make a killer curry squash soup that is so easy. Turn your oven on to 450 degrees and roast squash, onions, and apples until they're soft. Then blend them with a tablespoon of curry powder and vegetable stock. Serve it all with a swirl of coconut cream or sage leaves fried until crispy for a hearty fall favorite. Lake Winds just isn't natural food. They're also a great resource for recipes and cooking tips. Listeners can visit LakeWinds.com to see videos of local chefs like Beth Dooley making a roasted squash salad. Don't miss out on the last of the local growing season. Enjoy the best that fall in Minnesota has to offer with Lake Winds, located in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, Richfield, or online at LakeWinds.com/delivery. On my talk one zero seven one, your home for entertainment and all the and food the everything's news. everything's and entertainment. Yes, I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March, and we are here to talk about all things food. That's um, right. I hope it's going to be a glorious day today. It may you do be the chilly. weather report? Well, yes, I think I am going to do the weather report. But thanks, <laughs> it's better that or. um I have a little uh, poop news later. No, no, no. We don't need it. Nobody wants it. <laughs> no, you kind of do because it's no. funny. Well, can we talk about it first off the air just so I can decide? No. That <sighs> would ruin it. That, you know, we have to decide, you guys. Sometimes we, we, people, I mean, we're friends, but we don't talk during the week, really, because no. you're doing your work, I'm doing my work, yeah. and then we come together, and during the breaks, we just, like, verbally vomit and download our whole <laughs> lives, and then we get caught up, and then we see each other the next week. and Yeah. I know if I really need you, I can text, but I better not leave you a voicemail because you're not going to listen to that. So I know how to communicate to with I you. I your voicemails because I know do? you actually leave them. Oh.
1: I get frustrated when people go, hey, call me back. Nope. I saw that you called <laughs> and I just like, just give me some content. Give me I some leave,
0: content. If I'm going to leave you a voicemail, I leave exactly what I need on the voicemail. Yeah, I know. That's what
1: I listen to your voicemails. Your voicemails are correct. Okay.
0: I'm glad Look at that—a that. prop! Right early in the show for you. Yeah, a prop. Um, okay, what was I just saying? I oh, we were talking anyway, about the, the weather. weather. Anyway, it. it looks sunny. No, it's no. chilly. Yeah. When I drove in, it was it was very cloudy. I hope that people get a nice day today. It's nice. So I gotta tell chilly. you,
1: I was in Chicago and uh, yesterday uh, on Thursday and Friday morning. And the Friday morning with the snow and everything else, boy, Minnesota snow Twitter was like right active, was right on it. I was sitting in Chicago and it was a beautiful, you know, it was like 50 and sunny and I'm sitting there and uh, I opened up the Twitter with my coffee and I was like, wow, wow, it's snowing. And you know how, you know, because
0: everybody's telling us, yeah, everyone is reporting. And it was so weird because I was driving to Fox to drop off some stuff for Jace and I had to drop stuff off and then get home. And then we had a segment. And I was driving, and all of a sudden, it was like a a snow squall. People were pulling over on 494 because they couldn't see. I was like, okay, that's a little dramatic. Yes, it is snowing. Yes, it's really awful. Yes, I can't believe it's not even Halloween yet. But you're pulling over. Like, come on. But it's You're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, it was more of, I mean, from what I saw from everyone's videos, that it was like, it was exactly that. It was a squall, which means that it's like,
0: it you was know fifteen minutes stick. of intensity, yeah, and you couldn't. I mean, it wasn't great visibility, but it wasn't enough that you're pulling over. Wow, my word, right?
1: Okay, um. But so was how funny. was
0: Chicago? Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Chicago was great. I mean, we literally drove down. We did a little quick college situation where we headed down to go and workshop application process with, you know, the former four child. Actually, five He likes to point out. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. He's just real smart. That yeah, oldest son. Yeah, Joey, and he. He basically, like, we are, you know, uh the Aquarians of the family, meaning Jake and I, tend to be a little less organized in our ways. So it was a really good thing to go sit and just, you know, go through, like, what are the deadlines? What are the application processes? Who is on a common app? Who is on the communal app? And what's all this stuff? So what's a reach school? What's your match? Like, what are you thinking about? So we did that, and it was great. And then we walked around... Um, DePaul University, which is in his neighborhood, which is gorgeous. It's yeah. Just a beautiful campus. I don't think I've ever, as many times as I've driven by it, I've never really walked through it. It was just beautiful. And we walked through, you know, the rest of them, you know, as far as like Loyola and the rest. And we drove up to, um, and then on the way home, we drove up to Madison and walked around Madison.
0: Does it feel like the college towns are locked down? Yeah, well, not in Chicago. I
1: would say that we walked around. They are locked down in that we weren't allowed to go into anybody's like halls or mm-hmm. unions. We, we were trying to go into the union in Madison just to go to use the bathroom and... They were they were like no you need an ID and I was like can you just let him go to the bathroom and they did which was nice but it's the students there was almost zero students on DePaul campus we didn't see anybody Loyola there was a few like athletic kids walking around Madison was pretty it wasn't Madison esque busy but there was definitely student activity and life happening um, and from what I understand you know we have some friends who uh, whose kids are there and they're in apartments they're not in the dorms they live in their own apartments and they're. They're still online classing from their apartments, but they're still sort of gathering, but not gathering. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had masks on. I will tell you, walking outside and inside, people had masks on.
0: The whole state of um, Wisconsin is kind of on lockdown. I know this because my dad has been having a lot of health problems and was hospitalized. And then our choice was basically in-home care, which is a fortune, which is what we chose or put him into an assisted living rehab facility right. where no one would be able to even visit him or ever. Him. And there right. wasn't like, yeah. And your wife can come like for 30 minutes. No, nothing, no, nobody. Nothing. So, I mean, yeah,
1: no. And Wisconsin's rates are not great. And that was, we de- basically, we really did, you know, wear our mask and, and sanitize our hands a lot when driving through yeah. Wisconsin and in Chicago. You know what I mean? I know that their case load is going up, Um, but it's, we didn't feel unsafe. We didn't, the only place we stayed inside was Joey's apartment. Yep. And then we, but I mean, we walked around the Chicago neighborhoods, and we wore masks. Everybody wore masks, and yep. when you're walking around that many people, and it was fine. I didn't, I didn't have any, I didn't, wasn't worried or anything about it. But um, I will tell you that the thing that I come away with that I'm still always jealous of. Just a very wonderful amount of hot dog restaurants that you can find in Chicago. <laughs> you can walk around a corner and find devil dogs. Or you can like, oh my God, we turned to left. And I was like, I'm still so hungry. We have to stop at this Drive in that is us. Hot dog drive in, you know, the super dogs. I mean, it just was like every corner and it just makes you happy. I don't know. If you're a hot dog girl. What's a devil dog? Um, it, that's just like a place. Like that was okay. their name, Devil Dogs. And so they had all these crazy dogs thing, you know, all these we didn't stop there because we were actually on our way to go get like pad tie. But but I did have to get this super dog on the way home, and it was like we got the whoopska dog or something like that. It was like it, this great Polish had been grilled, but then also. Like, it had been first, like, cooked in—it had been boiled in this special, like, spicy sauce, and then it was grilled, so it got kind of caramely sticky. But here's the gig. It's the onions, like, the chopped, beautiful onions that they fry and put on there, you know, that they griddle. And then it's these fries, and I swear to God, if you ever know anything about Chicago fries, like, the low-key way that we used to enjoy them in, you know, post-college life at Clark Dog, you know, right in—by Wrigley Field, was the beef fat fries. Hello. Just fry those in tallow. I mean, my God, it's so different. It's so good. They just know fries. They know hot dogs. They know fries better than us. I'm Yum. just saying it. It sounds delicious. I'm I know. Like, oh, I, I, I like hot dogs, but you're making me want one That bad. hot dog I threw home, I'm literally still thinking about it going like, can I try to recreate it? Like, I don't know. I just don't have that Fries tech. at
0: home are so hard. I
1: know. That's probably the missed piece of the pandy. You know what I mean? That I miss the most. And my drive-thrus are all closed. Like Minnetonka drive-in, all
0: those drive-ins are closed. So I don't have a place to <laughs> go pandy. get candy. I'm like, what? I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, the, the pandemic. Pandy. Yeah. So you're missing a good, like real crispy, delicious. I want
1: a crinkle fry. Fry. That is so crisp on the outside because it's been fried, but that inside is still squish. Yeah. Oh my God. That is a
0: perfection fry. I am trying not... i. This is a hard one for me to even say out loud. Friends, I'm not eating inside yet. Okay. I it's a personal choice. That's okay. I've been pondering it. I am really working through it in my brain. And every time I run up against it, the answer is just no for me. And if you talk about fries, I think about Meritage and their duck fat fries and how good they are. And then I think about that Meritage is going to be open during holidays for limited seating. And then I think, oh, that would be so amazing to have like such a civilized meal there, and then I think, no, don't do it. Like I wish you could see my brain, and I've talked yeah. this through with my husband fifty-two times, and I'm you're like, probably
1: going to do it a bunch more because holidays will, yeah, they're going to tug at your heartstrings, they're going to tug at your habits, and they're going to tug, and you're going to want to, you're going to want to feel tradition and feel normalcy, and you're going to have to figure that out. Yeah,
0: and I'm going to see my dad tomorrow. I'm moving, like, uh, yeah, and I just, I, I get all like, well, maybe, and then. I'm like, no, don't do it. So if you're inviting me to things, I'm so glad because it's great to be invited and be wanted to be included. And when I say no, I say it with the heaviest heart imaginable. I'm just I, I'm I'm researching um down suits. I have a snowmobile suit from the nineteen seventies, but I don't even think it's warm enough. Just so that I can go anywhere outside. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well they're I mean, they're gonna like People are working on their patio
0: situations. That's for sure. Okay, and, and be, Michelin Man suits. Yeah, are people making those, so I can just be like some giant, yeah. puffy, roly. Hello, I'm here. Could you hand me a
1: drink that I can hold with my mitten? Yeah, I think that's. I think the drinking is going to be what's going
0: to help get you through this. Let's okay. Sure. okay, let's just do that. All right, <laughs> you're going to talk about Restaurant Week yeah, when we come back. Yeah, we're going to talk about Speaking
1: Restaurant of, Week next, and there's a lot of great options for both you and other people. So, okay, here we when go. When we come
0: back on the Weekly Dish.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Steph March for Common Ground, Minnesota. You know what? Food brings out the passion in people. And people love to talk about food. And so why wouldn't we talk about the people and to the people who are growing our food? We have an opportunity, you guys. Common Ground, Minnesota on Facebook is a place where women farmers are able to answer your questions about the food scene and the way that they grow food. They are ready to engage. They just want to talk about how they grow food, what they think about why they grow food, and all the things that have to do with the way that your family is eating local foods and what they're growing. Remember that you always have an opportunity to check in and chat with farmers in Minnesota at Common Ground Minnesota. It's right on Facebook. It's on Instagram. You can check them out on Common Ground, M-I-N-N. They're ready to answer any and all of your questions. Dish, thanks for joining us this Saturday morning. Guess what next week is? Uh, pre week before
0: Halloween, yes, this it weekly is. Dish Halloween show.
1: Oh my god, are you gonna dress up for
0: your show? Yeah, for your show <laughs> and my show. It might be my only like costume opportunity. I am I gonna dress up. I think we should dress up for the show, Stephanie. I mean, I know it's
1: a Saturday morning, and you're gonna just have moved. I'm gonna
0: wear like a, a garbage bag because that's all I'm gonna be able to find. <sighs> Seriously, I I, I think you cooking. need to do a little
1: bit of work on this. Then I'm I am working you need with a skillet.
0: One, you can come as Betty Crocker. I don't even have a microwave anymore. You, fine, you don't need a microwave. I'm I I feel like well I got I sold I've sold everything. Okay, I don't even have like I have sold everything. It's been very cathartic. <laughs> You're just gonna go buy it all again. Well, I d- sort I mean- <laughs> of. I mean, I gotta buy new stuff. I just or old don't, stuff I don't understand that I'm buying that. Facebook Marketplace stuff. I my old stuff is big furniture for the house that i have the two houses i've had have had big rooms this house has small rooms oh. so even like my dining room chairs are these big wooden like restaurant chairs they don't really look very good okay um my a normal couch is 72 inches is a smallish couch i have 60 inches it's like barely a love seat that will fit so I've just had to re-imagine all okay. this stuff.
1: All right. Well, here's some good news for you then. Since you're not going to be able to find anything and you don't have an ability to probably even cook, it's restaurant week. So, lucky oh, for you. you're so right. You can actually just take out. You are so I right. I know. You are not going to be able to have time to cook. You're not even going to know where your pans are. You're not going to know where to put your
0: pans. No, because the actual move is Tuesday and I'm going to my dad's for, to visit. And then... Yeah, I only know that there's a cupboard that will fit my Instant Pot because I measured it. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I will tell you that I've, yeah, I've, I'm still, I'm four years in this place and I'm still like shuffling, like, well, these pots don't really go here. Absolutely. And I,
0: know it's like four years. I have a pot drawer. I know. I've never had a pot drawer. How does yeah. a pot drawer even work? I have work? Like, lids in them. And
1: I was like, maybe this isn't for lids. And I just started yeah, think that's,
0: about it. Yes, that's where I'm going to be at. Oh, next.
1: Well, anyway, here's the good news, you guys. There's literally the fact that there's restaurant week is happening again, which, of course, as we know, is a tough. this. We're walking into some tough times for restaurants coming up. And we're kind of thinking about it in terms of. We got to give them as much, you know, kind of cash and get some uh, revenue into their pockets before we get to the snow flies part. Because I think a lot of them are worried about are people going to come to, you know, patios when it's cold or are they going to still do takeout? How's it all going to go? Well, Restaurant Week is a great idea because I think one of the things that I love is that they are, um, you know, they're going to give you a lot of places have both dine in if you are feeling comfortable or takeout and they're going to they're going to kind of up that game and i love that idea that uh like you can still you can get a $35 dinner from bungalow club and Yum. you can if you feel like you want to go brave it on that patio yeah. you're absolutely welcome to but then you can also just grab it and go sit in your couch which i think is or your new kitchen. So one of the things i love most you guys about fall restaurant week is literally the squashification of everything. There's so much squash. <laughs> I'm so happy to say that there's like Braised short rib and like, okay, and the Bungalow Club for one of their entrees. One of their entrees is glazed honey nut squash with wild rice and smoked onion puree.
0: Okay, that sounds really good. Right? I, do, do you imagine that it's like nestled in Yeah, the little I am mean, totally. Yeah,
1: I'm just absolutely in for that. Also, the short rib with like sweet potatoes and apple and cheddar. I mean, like there's more sh- short ribs that I can, if I can have more short ribs, I'm in, basically. So that's Bungalow Club. Um, I'm just going to run through a couple of fun things for you because I'm feeling like for you, you can get takeout and you can run this stuff. Now that yeah. you're on the Western side, too, you know, think about Alma. I mean, like Cafe yeah. Alma, if you're going to do, you could do like a lunch situation. They've got like roasted turkey sandwiches and they've got, you know, they've got the good hero sandwich with the red, more red table, mortadella and all that stuff. But for dinner, you can either get this wonderful rigatoni and sausage ragu. I Yum. mean, like a good, really good red sauce rigatoni. Um And then they've got, uh, you know, that farro chickpea roasted broccoli salad.
0: That sounds good. You
1: love that. I do.
0: I love farro. It's one of my favorite grains. I know.
1: And that's only like a, that's a $30 dinner for three courses. Like these are the other things is I know you're kind of, oh, here, maybe you want to
0: try Campiello now that you're way out here. That's That's Eden Eden Prairie. Prairie. That's okay. I have made a commitment to myself. Yeah. Because someone was like, sent me an Instagram about how sad she was that I was leaving St. Paul because I'm the only one who ever talks about St. Paul. I was like, look. I'm going to make the commitment. I'm in St. Paul every Saturday. Kurt and I have already talked about, like, Saturday will St. Paul Day. Really? Yeah. And we'll, like, come back. And and there's things that I never did in St. Paul that I still want to do. So I'm like, yeah, once, like, we're going to just make the commitment that we're going to get out and about.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to actually switch you back to Tilia, which is not.
0: I love Tilia. I know
1: in itself because I want to say that this is one of the ones that I was like. I couldn't decide with this menu. So this is a $35 dinner menu and like butternut squash soup with brown butter, nutmeg. I know. Starting off with that or a wild mushroom tartan with like whipped ricotta, walnut, sage, pesto, garlic, butter, glazed mushrooms. All of that is like exactly the the words I want to hear together. Yum. And then the entree, you could do olive oil poached salmon, which I'm not really, I'm a little bit done with salmon. Quite honestly, I ate it so much this summer. (laughs) But I, f- I need a break.
0: i done. done with salmon. I'm done, I'm with, done
1: salmon. with it. Done. But that's okay because they have a dopio ravioli, one of those big raviolis with sweet potato and porcini mushrooms, and a robiola fonduta, which is just a cheese sauce. Hello.
0: They made it sound really good though.
1: Good Lord. And then they have a copa, uh, pork copa steak, which is like a pork steak, you know, with bacon braised butter beans, mustard greens, and molasses mustard
0: sauce. I love butter beans. I know. <gasps> have you not? Lake and Irving. They have yes. a good takeout dinner. I love this place.
1: I know. It's an under, like, that one is a little bit, I think people forget about it.
0: Mixed green or red pepper soup. Okay. And then lobster roll and fries or a pat lafreda, beef patty, coconut shrimp, golden gravy, fried egg, fukaki sushi rice. Furikaki. Furikaki on a furikake. burger. Yeah. Yum.
1: Um, copper hen $30 dinner, by the way, which I love those guys. This one is so homey and comfy to me. This is dine-in or takeout. Thirty dollar dinner, you start with a creamy tomato dill soup or that Brussels Caesar. Everyone is doing the Brussels Caesar and I'm happy for that. Oh,
0: I love it so much. But I'm just gonna give you I know. I You gotta I, we take it in smaller doses. But don't
1: you people who eat Brussels, I feel like if you eat in if you regularly eat Brussels, you're fine.
0: I love that salad.
1: Yeah. That is a great I salad. I just have to
0: eat it with caution.
1: And then they have a chicken pot pie. I love the idea that like, why don't we have more chicken pot pies on restaurant menus? I don't know because I'm
0: a big. I make pot pie at home a lot.
1: I know, but like, and we're I think that kind of people. But I would love for someone who has the skills with a really good pastry dough to make a chicken pot pie. Glossal Cafe. Do they? Yeah, oh. and you can
0: buy them frozen at Golden Fig.
1: Yeah, I mean that's my thing. I don't. I mean, I want you, you know, should put it. On I don't your want list a frozen to... one. I want someone. I want this. Yeah. I want this. Put it on your list. Yeah, farmers. Uh, they also have a baked mac and cheese, by the way. Yeah, with house made cheese sauce and cavatappi. Yummy. I love that place. Um, That's Copperhand and that's on uh, East Street, which is a place that I think a lot of people, you know, I think you forget about it if you're not, if it's not in your rotation necessarily. Um, So then there's places like Baltimore. There are places that are just eat in to be clear. And that's again, you know, one of those things, like if you feel like you're ready and you want to kind of, and
0: lots of people are well,
1: and and if it's here's, and here's my thing, if it's well-spaced, Like I kind of have to go with it. I know a lot of you guys will call up and, or you send us emails and you say, can you tell us what are the safe spots? It's so hard day to day. If I tell you that I felt safe there, you know, having lunch uh, at a place and it was spaced out and everybody was doing all the right things, that's maybe not going to be the same experience you have just because of the variable of people and the amount. So I always just worry about that. And also what makes me feel safe isn't necessarily what's going to make you feel safe. Right. Um, so I I do want to say that but I do love the fact that they have a dinner um, at Baltimore that is just basically you can start with short rib mac and cheese you can move to the smoked flat iron steak and then have an ice cream sandwich for lunch can
0: I I just, if you're at the free house for restaurant week for lunch, um, okay the grain and green salad which is kale, arugula quinoa, wild rice, brussels sprouts yes, pomegranate vinaigrette okay then your entree you can choose avocado toast
1: really? I don't think they're on here. They're right here. Really? I'm going to show
0: you. Okay. Maybe it's from the year before, but I, I don't think so. it's from the year
1: before is what I wanted. Oh, it is. Yeah, sorry, shoot. they're not on because I wanted
0: avocado toast.
1: Which is weird, because that is not a very fall thing No, it's to not, want. but I still want it. I mean. <laughs> Listen right. to me. I know. God.
0: Okay. Oh, you little genies in your bottles. Do you want me to respond to that? No, I don't know what to say. I'm just letting it sit there for okay. a minute. You okay. know. Um Christina. Stephanie? Yeah. I am gonna do a little taste test with you today. You 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 have to warn me. No, it's gonna be a delightful one. Oh, man. Okay, so sitting across, so let me give you the visual. We have a plexiglass screen between the two of us. So I have to kind of get out of my chair here to hand her what is... Well, and I know what they are. Pumpkin Spice Cheerios. Yeah, because you can see them. Because I can see the box. (laughs) Okay, so I went on Jace yesterday and did a segment about Pumpkin Spice. And I am crazy about Pumpkin Spice. I am not crazy about all the iterations and the weird stuff they've done with Pumpkin Spice. But what I brought you... So last week we did the Pumpkin Spice Kit Kats and neither of us liked them. He didn't like it either. This was, we were, I, I was on one side of this spectrum and he was on the other side of the spectrum on the pumpkin spice limited edition Cheerio, which you just ate. Yeah.
1: But uh, let's hear your thoughts. I'm hundred percent. Are you one? This to, is exactly what pumpkin spice should be applied
0: to. Thank you. Yeah. One to five pumpkins. Yeah. I was like, this is a five pumpkin. It's yeah. got a delicious clove flavor, yeah. which you don't find a lot in pumpkin spice. So it makes it a little savorier. Right. Jace was a one. He thought it tasted like chemicals. I just, I was like, no, no, no. This is a five pumpkin.
1: That's interesting. You know, cloves tend to have a sharper... You know, profile. What I told him. And I think that that tends to, so people who don't eat cloves very often, it tends to feel chemically, but it's so natural.
0: And it's like a burn in the back of yeah, your throat. Yeah, like
1: it's it, supposed to be yeah. a subtle spice in that, like, it's supposed to bring heat, but not really frontal, you are know, like mouthy. Yes. Oh, I love it.
0: Oh, I'm s- fine with this. Smartsheet, you didn't yeah. fail me. I'm so happy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I, I was like, these are five pumpkins for me. Like, yeah. one out of five. This it's a five. This is where it should be. Like, I
1: don't need, I don't want pumpkin spice to be. Applied to chocolate, because that has its own beautiful profile. It doesn't need it. And I don't want it applied to weird... I like it better in a bread situation, because it mm-hmm. is a baking ideal. The ideal behind
0: it is baking. And that's where I would totally take this. So this seems totally right. And warm and savory. Yeah. Um, We did a taste test. I will say another thing that people... Or that he liked, and I liked it too, was the Maddie and May's Vanilla Pumpkin Spice Popcorn. It's... um. If it lacked anything, it was salt. Oh, really? And it was a four out of five. It wasn't super sweet. It was kind of like a pumpkin spicy kettle corn flavor. Sure. And again, if it lacked anything, it was salt. But both him and I liked that more than I think we thought we were going to. Um, Something kind of, if you can find it, is real good. And I didn't try this with Jace, but the Trader Joe's Pumpkin Pie Spice Ginger Beer. So, yeah. Here's what you do, though, Steph. That's a little too sweet for me, probably. You make a cocktail. Well, sure. So you either make our producer hopes laughing. You either make like a Moscow Mule with this gingery beer. So you've got like a pumpkin spice situation Moscow Mule, or you put a little bit of apple cider. A little bit of this ginger beer. So you've got like kind of an effervescent situation and then you add a little rum.
1: What makes it pumpkin spice ginger beer? Like what are you getting off the ginger beer itself that gives you a pumpkin spiciness?
0: There, I will say, because ginger beer is kind of ginger beer. My point is if they just labeled this so that your brain decides it. No, it is a different product because I've had the ginger beer. Okay. It's a little more clovey, like okay. a little more all spicy, a little more nutmeggy than just ginger. Ginger beer sometimes can be like just sharp.
1: Oh yeah. Well, ginger is a yeah. is a hot spice.
0: Like um, it's hot. <laughs> so I thought it was good and it's only for a limited time. Trader Joe's pumpkin pie spice, ginger brew. And I think I was I've been thinking about Halloween. Like Halloween, meh, meh A, I don't have little kids anymore, so that's sad. But I'm moving into a neighborhood full of kids. And I'm like, are they going to be doing it? Should we just hand out beers to the parents? And I don't know, like something like, I don't even know what we're supposed to be doing. Kurt's like, how about we just like have some fun cocktails? <laughs> just the two of us. And I was going to say, this off. is
1: probably not the year to like
0: <laughs> introduce myself open to up the neighbors. The party house. I, right know, away. I, I know. don't know. And I want to. <clears throat> I'm missing people. Can you tell? Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, okay. So that was that. But here's what I want to tell you. And this is the original part of this segment. (laughs) I have made my own pumpkin spice because I thought this isn't this hard. Like it, it can be more than just cinnamon. I can actually make pumpkin spice. So I did. What did you put? I put, I have to look up my recipe, but I put cinnamon, cardamom, I put a little um, allspice, which I don't even know what allspice is. So I feel like when you say put allspice in something, you're just like saying it's a spice mix. No, it's an actual spice. Is it? Yes. What is it? It seems like if it's all, it's lots of things. I um, had cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, a little cardamom. It's a Jamaican cloves. pepper.
1: Okay. Allspice
0: is it's the myrtle it's pepper.
1: pepper, the pimento. The pimento is actually the dried unripe berry.
0: Who knew that? Well, I mean the Google. My God. Well, girl. I know. Like but Google now, that. Because we love pimento cheese. So why this don't they is call not, it all spice? But don't cheese? put
1: that into that. That is not the same thing, right? I mean it's not the same. It's not like you can cross that pimento into this allspice flavor, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, no, you probably can't. Yeah. But so I made this and I shook it all and put it all together. And then I was like, "Okay, here's okay. Go ahead. Well, this can sub. In you, your point was I like this in baked goods. My point is, is it's not pumpkin spice just
1: because we put cinnamon and ginger and cardamom together. That's just baking spice. My point is, if it's going to be pumpkin, it has to have a pumpkinness to it. That's been my point all along. When people put cinnamon on something, you go, oh, it's pumpkin spice. No, it's not. Like well, there they has don't to be pumpkin. pumpkin. has to be like a
0: squashy flavor. How are you going to make it? a?" Pumpkin spice mix seasoning without, I mean, you dehydrating pumpkin pumpkin. over there? There should be pumpkin to it.
1: Otherwise, it's just, is it any different, honestly, from like the gingerbread mix? Because you usually put ginger
0: and you put cinnamon and you put allspice and you put cloves. This is just... You have taken this into a <laughs> new realm. Why you got to dump on All my I'm pumpkin saying, spice mix? You can have it. It's just so weird to me that I'm people- glad I didn't bring you any because I actually did make you some, but then I forgot it. Okay. Well. I'm going to bring it for you next week. I mean, I guess I'll have it. If I can find it. Right. Um. Okay. But you can make this yourself. And here's just my subtle little, this is my tip. Okay. If you like pumpkin pie spice mix pumpkin spice mix and you want a pumpkin spice coffee but you don't like want the sweet and you don't want the have you ever just taken this spice blend and I already know what you're going to say so I'm, I'm trying not to laugh in advance and you just put it sprinkle it on your coffee grounds oh well that's, and then you make your coffee yeah
1: I mean in New Orleans they put chicory which is like that same idea in your coffee grounds and that's I mean I I do that I put cinnamon in my coffee I,
0: that's what I knew you were going to say because we've talked about this yeah I, think, I put but,
1: cinnamon in a lot of things. And maybe that's why is because for me, cinnamon isn't a seasonal spice. I put si- I put cinnamon in my chili. It goes straight into my chin. Yep. We're not talking cinnamon sugar, people. Those are, I mean, like people who think that cinnamon is sweet. It's not. No. But it gives you that note that sort of, but if you do it, I have it more savory than I think. I actually Would you do... put my
0: pumpkin pie spice mix in your chili? Is there no, is, no. Cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, and allspice?
1: spice. Um, no sugar. You know what? It, it's a
0: little bit too much
1: because I, but I do put, like, I put garam masala, which is a lot of that profile. It's that same sort of profile of depth of flavor with cinnamon in my chili.
0: I feel like garam masala, like, because isn't curry powder in that, too? Um, and so then doesn't it make it, like, have that? Because curry is such an assertive flavor.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, let's see here. Garam masala. I'm just, like, I'm going to look this up. It is a spice blend, and it is, uh, God, what is it? Uh Curry cilantro, whole spices of cinnamon, mace, peppercorns, coriander seeds, cumin seeds, and cardamom pods. Right. So, like, I think, like, that's the difference is, like, this kind of thing is, like, a little bit, it's just a little bit, it goes a little left where the pumpkin spice goes a little bit right. Yeah.
0: On the savory. Yep. Yeah.
1: Like, yep. cumin, I think the cumin is a big piece of that. And the mace, too, for me. Because I put mace in my bolo sauce.
0: Mace is a weird spice that yes. you don't hear a lot about. Like no. if you look in your mom's cupboard or your grandma's they cupboard, you're going to find mace yeah. and it's hard to find now. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Like and those spices are all that toasted. Die.
1: Also like garam masala is toasted, you know, I usually, and then it's ground into a powder and the toasting is what, I mean like toasting completely changes, not completely, but it definitely rounds out a flavor of a spice. I mean, if you're putting it into a blend, you should, you should probably toast your stuff before you put it, it ground it down. Do you huh. ever do that?
0: Like your cardamom pods and your cinnamons? I don't tend to cook with cardamom pods. I have them. I've used them. I find it's just like a pain. To grind everything in the spice grinder. And Wait, it's so are you, you saying your you're just...
1: Are you combining dry spices for your mix? Or are you taking the hard spices, roasting them, and then grinding no, them? No, I'm combining dry <laughs>
0: spices. <laughs> I'm not going to put them in my... Co- I have to grind coffee beans with that grinder. I'm not going to uh, mix it all up. You don't have two up. grinders? Mar- mortal and pestle? No. I don't have lots of anything right now, but no. No, no okay. Um, yeah. I will say, if you're looking, I had to go to Arks Valley Village quickly to get, yeah. because I did a segment and I had no pans to put these rolls that I made in. I literally couldn't find them. So I was like, oh, I'll just go to Arcs." And they had grinders there. They had an instant pot there. They had a lot of serving dishes for Thanksgiving there. They had a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And a lot of good Halloween stuff, if that's your jam. Um, okay. So the bottom line is you can make your own pumpkin pie spice. It doesn't have pumpkin in it because I don't freeze dry pumpkin, but it does taste delicious, and you can use it in, I have a recipe that we'll put up for pumpkin cream cheese bars, Um, also pumpkin bread, which, Stephanie, I kind of stole from you. I'm not going to lie. I
1: was going to say, you basically ripped off my pumpkin chocolate
0: chip bread. I did. I created a recipe that's a little bit different than yours because I couldn't find yours, but if I could have found yours, I would have just said it's yours. Instead, I had to make one. All right. Um, So, yes, pumpkin bread, using the pumpkin pie spice, And did I just call it pumpkin pie spice? I did.
1: But that's what it is. It's pie spice. (laughs) Like it's spices you put in a pie and you choose to make it a pumpkin pie. But I bet you you'd put this in apple pie, too. Like all of these things. Why don't we all call them apple
0: pie spices? Yeah, I'm gonna. Or I would put them in the apple dumplings. Totally. This is an apple dumpling spice Which a lot of people have been making those apple, Mountain Dew apple dumplings. I know. Someone asked, too, if you can use ginger, um, ginger ale or Sprite. Yes, Anything that's bubbly gives it that effervescence. I think it's,
1: it's the, yeah, it's the bubbly. Any, and then that's like when you put beer into your batter, into your frying batter, it gives it that lightness. That's Oof. what this is looking for. Yes. But it's also looking for the big sugar wop.
0: Yes. wop. All right. So okay. that's it. Make your own pumpkin pie spice. It doesn't have pumpkin in it, but it'll be delicious. And by the pumpkin spice Cheerios, they were pretty good. Five out of five good. pumpkins. Right, right. We'll be back. We are just talking about all the fun things that we're going to make here in the next couple of weeks. Steph's gonna make kanji. Well, if that's you, my top two in hour two.
1: You just oh, hold on. Okay,
0: sorry. <laughs> I didn't is, wanna This didn't is wanna the Ask forward. Stephanie
1: portion of the show where you guys want to give us a call. 651-641-1071,
0: if you want to give us a call. But you gotta hold because I gotta talk about that at my top two hour two. Okay, so this is the portion of the show where you can be like, hey, no one's pumpkin spice has like dehydrated pumpkin in it. So it's okay. Yeah, you can totally call me on that. 651-641-1071. Um a lot of people are having MEA weekend with the kids. So I've got a couple recipes coming up that are, I think would be fun to cook with kids. I went to um, my sister's house to drop off some books and rang the doorbell. And I didn't, I had my mask on, but I didn't want to go in because um, my sister's husband was home and I didn't want to go in. But my little niece, who's 10, my little Skylar, she's standing in the window and she's like, Hi, hi aunt Steffi. how are you like she was talking a mile a minute and i felt like oh they're starved for people you know they're oh, just yeah. like oh people there's people out there in the world
1: god yeah Hey, I wanted to give a shout out to Freehouse since you mentioned them. Yeah. Last night at the Great American Beer Festival, they won some seriously big prizes. Oh, I don't that's know if great. You knew this, no. But uh, they basically, the Freehouse Brewers took home a gold medal for their Scotch Ale. But then Freehouse won a gold for the Large Brew Pub of the Year.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Isn't that massive? That's yeah, a massive, good for that's them. a
1: national honor for the Freehouse at the Great American Beer Festival, which is pretty great.
0: That so is congrats. pretty great. Shout out to them on that one. Yeah, good to hear some, some local news. Yeah. We've got uh, Mickey who has a call for us on the line. Uh, you can call us 651-641-1071. Hi, Mickey. How are you doing? Hi, girls. How are you? So good. So good. I was listening. I'm trying not to be one of those callers who didn't hear what you said earlier and then asked the dumb question. So
1: <laughs> we have
0: a 19-year-old birthday tomorrow, and she's down at St. Thomas, and she wants to go out. Uh, for late lunch early dinner because she has a chem lab practice sunday night and i was listening to places and i was googling around st thomas or even kitty corner do you have a suggestion it's too cold to be on a patio unless you know one that's really heated and nice or spacey spot to head in stewart's, stewart's. st thomas in minneapolis yeah it's Oh wait, Saint Thomas Thomas. in Minneapolis or Saint Paul? Paul. Okay, 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 because I was thinking the over. Okay, Okay. so Stewart's, um, they are literally almost right across the street. So cute! It is a very cute little spot. They have simple menu, but it's like elevated kind of grub pub food. Like they have these Korean fries that are delicious. They've got a great burger, a caramelized onion grilled cheese, dill pickle fried chicken rigatoni like a walleye shore dinner that's really good so it's kind of comforty food which i think would be perfect mm-hmm. for a 19 year old okay so stewart's is yeah. one good place to try if you want to go a little bit more like fancier birthday kind of style i would say Lagrolla in saint paul which is on selby and that is all different kinds of delicious homemade Come pastas on.
1: Or I mean the Lexington is open. You know if you want to go sit That's what I looked at. Yeah, go sit <laughs> in the bar area in the Lexington to just get, you know, kind of one of the a few little fancy things is kind of nice.
0: Okay. Those seem that.
1: fun. She just wanted something a little trendy. So yeah. I'm
0: like okay. Uh trendy Which which is trendy? What do you think? I mean Stewart's I has, think Stewart's is kind of yeah, trendy. They, he does
1: really great, you know, kind of for fun things that are that aren't too Fresh
0: sage rigatoni with squash, kale, pumpkin seed, pecorino, and brown butter. Yum. (laughs) That sounds great. I know. Okay, well, I got those three ideas down. I'll uh, bring them to her and see what she picks. Thank you, girl. Okay, thanks for letting us know, Mickey. Brown butter. I'm all for it. We might have to do a segment about brown butter when I actually can get my skillets out. Yeah. Doesn't that sound just delicious right now? Brown butter. 100%.
1: 100% 651-641-107 100%
0: 651-641-107 one, one, oh, what oh
1: hiccups <laughs> <laughs> Kind have of a something going on there
0: <laughs> um, speaking of the top two in our two when i get there you'll know why i hiccup. that's okay. funny
1: um i absolutely 100% have um some squash soup in my future today i'm just telling you i'm thinking about it
0: and I just why wouldn't to, you?
1: I know. I'm just, but I mean, like, I'm just thinking about, like, now I was just, because I, I was thinking about, like, what am I, because I leave here and then I usually go either farmer's market or I go to the fresh time market or I go somewhere like that. And I pick things up because I've already decided while we're sitting here what I'm going to have tonight. I think it's squash soup.
0: This is kind of funny. My real estate agent, when we were staging our house, like. I had it all ready to go, and then we left to go on the van trip, and she like did the first day of showings, Mm -hmm. and I came home from the van trip three weeks later, and on the table was all of these squashes like inside one of my bowls. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cute. So we're getting ready to move, and Kurt's like, what are you? What are you doing with those squashes? I'm like, I'm gonna move them. He's like, why you? I mean, they're three weeks old. I'm like, no, they're five weeks old, and they're fine. It's squash. Yeah. I'm going to make a giant vat of squash soup when we get settled. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not throwing away these squashes. No. They last forever. They do. Well, you
1: know, I mean, properly kept. That's the point. Yeah. Like you harvest and then you have stuff to get you through the winter.
0: That's what our grandparents did. They put them in their root cellar. Yeah.
1: Put them in a nice, cool place and they, they stay. That's a weird thing. People have. That is a truly weird thing. People are so obsessed with like sell-by dates and And expiration and food safety that they forget that like people didn't have stuff over the winter like that they basically didn't they basically didn't have like grocery stores to go to over the winter they would just have root cellars and the stock that they kept yep and so why wouldn't that's why we dry things that's why we you know i
0: packed up 40 jars of pickles and yeah. sauce and salad. I mean, even just those like, apples and summer. vegetables,
1: those are supposed to be in your root cellar, like yep. just cool and chill.
0: Have you had any delicious apple salads yet? Um, I'm not a big apple salad girl. You're not? No. Oh, I thought you were. I no. know you like the good beet salad.
1: I do. Those are so different for me because, like, beets are salty and dirty, you know, and that uh-huh. way. And apples are sweet. I don't like sweet salads. I don't want my salad to be sweet. I want an apple. I've been, I mean, all about the baking, all about the straight eating, like the tart, like pop is something that I love. Like I would love for my face to be sore from all the acid from the apples. I love that.
0: I had the danger zone. I bought the caramel apple sauce that you get from the store. Yeah. And that is a bad idea because all I have done is dip and spoons, apple slices More spoons, like a tablespoon of that before bed. Isn't a great idea.
1: (laughs) No, I'm actually on the peanut butter kick with the apples. I just apple peanut butter like crazy. And here's the thing that I do. Okay, here's the thing. I put the garam masala on my peanut butter. So I have real, good. real peanut butter, like no sugar in the peanut butter, and then you sprinkle a little of the masala on top of the peanut butter, and then you spread it on your apple slice. That sounds good. That's it's, like
0: humble nut butter is it's the spices. Delicious. Yeah. yeah.
1: But no sugar. You know what I mean? Like I, I put just, salt on my salt. peanut butter. Yeah. And me too. And that was, somebody said something about I was salting my peanut butter and they felt weird for me. No, I was like, not at all. I salt my caramel sauce is. too. Well, everyone salts caramel. I mean, my like I dip the Salted apple. Salted caramel, by I... the way. Don't you feel, feel like that's jumped the shark a little bit in yes. terms of like fanciness like yes. I saw a Milky Way that was salted caramel Milky Way and I'm like yeah so <laughs> like what Why are you so making you such still a fancy gotta eat that it?
0: nasty chocolate <laughs> yeah
1: you have to get through that yes I will tell you guys the quick trip actions in Wisconsin like quick trip is a great
0: store yes it like, is like
1: I basically was like just it's like a grocery store yep. there was a guy grocery shopping at quick yep. trip when we were there it's like, fantastic. As we stopped for gas it was crazy it's
0: fantastic I loved it all right we'll be right back <laughs>